Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Soutercast with myself, Glyn Price, and this week not joined by Ollie Warner. The man is missing in action. Um, this week I'm co-hosting it with my brother, Mike Price. Are you alright, Mike? I'm alright, yeah. Good I'm to right. be here again. Yeah, you're taking Ollie's role, aren't you? Because uh, Ollie has been doing a lot of travelling this week, and um, with the wedding coming up in the summer, he has got a lot of wedding planning to do as well. So, um, yeah, it's a shame not to have Ollie with us. He's got a few thoughts on uh, the, one of the games for us this week. But, um, yeah, I'm so, hopefully you can stand in for him this week, and Ollie will be back next week. We haven't kicked him off forever. Um, no, I'm hoping slightly more accurate pronunciation of players <laughs> but less accurate statistics probably. poor Ollie we all miss him and um, yeah we're also recording in a new location this week so we're not in my front room we are at my mum and dad's house because it's been Mother's Day and I'm joined by a guest who is my father star guest <laughs> Mr Mike Price there wasn't a lot of uh, you know consideration put into names in this family was there uh, two, <laughs> Mike, two Mike Prices on the podcast so there we go but um, yeah it's been, a, it's been a fantastic week for Shrewsbury Town Football Club hasn't it guys you know two wins off to Wembley it's been, been cracking hasn't it dad been very good, very good. Yep. Good carrying on from the start of the season, right from the start, right to now. Been good all the way. It has, hasn't it? And you've enjoyed your week as well, Mike. Yeah, it's been a good week. I think um, we we sort of came through it. Was it sort of a bit of a mini wobble? Mm. Um, yeah. And it's nice to get back to back wins. Uh, a win at home, which I think was uh, was severely lacking. And you know, to get to a final as well. What a good week. Can't yep. really complain, can you? No. no, it's been fantastic. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on to talking about the the first game, the oval game, and then and then we'll cover the league game after that. With trying to find Brown, ball runs away. Walton, good early ball forward. Hill's going to have to come and get it. Clark's there. Clark makes it two. Good, well read by Wayne Clark. So, yeah, the first game this week was the uh, the EFL Trophy semi-final game against Yeovil, um, which Shrewsbury managed to win 1-0 with a goal for Carlton Morris on the 63rd minute, Yep. Um, which I think we were all pretty happy about. <laughs> um, the team for this one, if I run through it quickly, was uh, Henderson in goal, as usual, um, Godfrey switched to right back. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we had a few right backs missing. I think. Yeah, right. we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, and then Sadler and Toto centre halves. Beckel playing left back again. Uh, Rodman on the right wing. Uh, Wally on the left with uh, Bryn Morris brought in uh, and Nolan and a go go. And then Carl Morris up front. Mm, yeah. So a couple of changes, wasn't there? I mean, we'll, we'll have, have a chat about the team in a second. But it, yeah, a couple of stats really, because you know, without Ollie, we'll have to run through his stats for him. But yeah. Shrewsbury essentially one game away from Wembley uh, for the first time since 2007. So it's been a bit of a wait, hasn't it? And um, Yeovil have beaten six League One teams on the way to getting to work playing us. So obviously had a bit of, bit of previous about knocking teams out like us. And obviously the most interesting about this really in terms of a run up to the game for us was we hadn't played for 11 days um, with all the snow and stuff. Dad, so were you a bit worried about ring rustiness in this one? No, I was more worried about that Yeovil have knocked these big sides out, well, lots of good sides out, and uh, I thought we might fall as well. So I was a bit like, I was getting nervous, but I was more, <laughs> I was more nervous about that. Yeah, and, it's, and we talk about the team, Bolton missing really was probably one of the most interesting thing. I think yeah. he's got a bit of a knock, but club haven't been too clear on where he is and how long he's going to be out. And obviously, he's missed two games this week, so he's sort of player we'd like back pretty quickly, isn't he? Yeah, he's an ample substitute in Godfrey, though. Um, yeah. I actually found out this week from a friend of ours at the football told us that uh, when he was at Norwich and the youth teams, up until the point he joined Shrewsbury, he was a centre-half or a right-back. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't realise that, so it's no wonder that Hurst's quite uh, happy to put him in there when he needs to. Yep. Um, but yeah, Bolton or Hendry... Um, would obviously have been there, but we couldn't get him in. So, so none of us went to the game. We should say we all watched it on TV, didn't we? Yeah. This week, and yeah. uh, my brother Mikey came over to the game and watched it at our house. Turned up a bit late as usual, didn't he, Mike? But uh... put the kids to bed. You know, <laughs> it runs long, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, if we thought uh, while we were watching the game, we'd record a bit of audio of what our thoughts of sort of live reaction, didn't we? So, yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll play that in now. Twenty-two years on after heartbreak at Wembley, Shrewsbury Town are hoping to go one better and win the Checker Trade Trophy. Paul has signed a second in League One and are enjoying a season to remember. 
So, game's just about to kick off. I'm waiting for my brother to turn up and watch the match with us. Uh, players are just in the tunnel now on the screen. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit of an interesting experience watching this game live. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, nine minutes in. Not the most entertaining game on TV so far, I'd imagine. Uh, town have probably been on top, had a good, good few chances. And my brother's finally turned up now, nine minutes into the game. Uh, Hello. He's just had his tea. Yes. So, yeah, uh, I suppose it's better asking you, really, just at the start of the game, what do you think is going to happen? I think we're going to win about 3 now. <laughs> OK. Uh, we should turn them over. They're should not do. very good, and we are, so yeah, quite straightforward. So we're controlling it at the moment, and uh, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. So, 20, 24 minutes in now. It's been a pretty even game. I'm a bit surprised, Mike, from your 3-0 prediction. They have been decent, haven't they? Yeah, we've not really got going yet, I don't think. No, I think most of our good stuff's been on the break, um, and we're not actually breaking too much, but it's yeah, it's a pretty even game. Highlight so far for me was... Uh, I think they're just showing a replay of it. Uh, Omar Beckles doing a nice little drag back trick past his man. Yep, Got a cheer nice. in the in the stands here, didn't it? So it there we go. Nil nil. Well, half time. Nil nil. Uh, yeah, not the most exciting game to watch, but uh, there's been a few moments, hasn't there? Penalty on Nola, Mike. Uh, yeah, just about. Not very clear cut. I can see why he hasn't given it. Just a bit of a strong mm. arm across, but I've seen him given. And and the finishing's been a bit of concern. Nolan and Godfrey were two good chances. Yeah, yeah. Go go heading it over the bar, but yeah. at least we're making chances. Um, we're getting the wide players into the game quite well, and Bryn's knocking the ball about quite nicely. Mm. Um, we're just, I don't know, we're slowing down. I think a go go and God and Godfrey seem to be slowing it down a bit. Could do with them being a bit more positive, but yeah, good signs. Could do. And Omar Backwell's having a good game at left back. He's getting up well and supporting them, and he's shown some nice touches. So yeah, we're probably on top. But yeah, that's the worry with this sort of format, isn't it? That you know it's going to go straight to penalties. That nervousness creeps in in the second half. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. I'd still back us to score. Uh, and the bet three six five advert says Wally to score next nine to one. Mike, are you interested in that? No. <laughs> well, there you go. Then. Oh, sixty minutes gone now. It's getting a bit tense, Mike. Yeah. Uh, open up. Dean Anderson's tried to dribble out past a few players and I think we've had our first shot on target now. Nolan had a, a shot straight at the goalkeeper, so at least we've made him do something tonight so far. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely there for the taking for both teams. Yeah, we just keep to, seem to keep slowing it down for some reason when we, we're on a good attack. Hmm. We've got to believe a bit more and just take the game to him a bit. Yeah, that break, I think the fluidity's come out of us a little bit, hasn't it, with, yeah. that, with that break? It's nothing like we played at Charlton. Um, obviously, we've got a couple of players different, but not significantly so. But um, yeah, it's becoming quite a tense watch now, this one. Hmm. So there we go, 64 minutes, and uh, yeah, she's beyond the verge of Wembley, Mike. You're, you're cheering quite loudly when the goal went in. It was yeah. a cracking finish from Carlton. Bullet header, absolute bullet header. We go to Wembley, I'm fully engaged with the cup again now. <laughs> it was ne- I was never really boycotting, if I'm honest with you. you, know, you did say you're not there tonight because you couldn't be bothered and you hadn't had your tea when you it's got cold, it. It's cold, isn't it, as well? There we go. So yeah, I mean, second goal, kill this off now, and that should be that, should be that really. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Fingers crossed, and we can all start booking hotel rooms. Not all of us, Mike. That well, you know, you can just get it put on your Sky Plan account. Oh, man. Thanks, Carlton. I'm going to miss this lift of trophy now. <laughs> Cheers. So, just 10 minutes to go now as uh, Carl Morris has come off the pitch after a decent night's work, Mike. Uh, yeah, you think we're going to hold on now? Nine minutes to go? I'd like to think so. We've kept the ball quite well there. I mean, they have the odd ball in the box, but I think we should hopefully have the quality to see this out. Yeah, I think it does look that way, doesn't it? There's a couple yeah. of nervy moments. They're putting a ball in the box, but nothing too concerning, nothing too worrying as yet. And uh, famous last words. That that's well, yeah, there you go. It's it's one of those awkward ones, isn't it? One goal away from going to penalties. It's a bit, you know, a bit nervousness for you know you're not going to go to extra time or anything like that. So um, yeah, hopefully they they see it out now. Well, there we go, Mike. Hot hearty cheer from you at the end there. Off to Wembley. Uh, pretty nervy at the end there, wasn't it? If you were watching the game, and and there was a couple of moments of it spawning around in the box and some big headers from our defenders getting it clear but yeah we survived yeah it was alright I think we were 
pretty in control. You're always going to be nervous because you know you're going to Wembley on the back of it. But I think we saw it out pretty well. We kept hold of the ball well enough. Um, yeah, on to Wembley. How exciting! Dino made a cracking save at the end. They didn't need just to get involved in it as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody had everybody had a decent game tonight. I think um, Beckles and, ne- and Nolan probably the standouts for me. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Great games, both of them. Um, and yeah, hopefully no injuries in the in the next few weeks, and we can get a trophy in the bag. There we go. So yeah, I suppose I should say my churlish view of, of boycotting, you know, for my reasons I've been over on the podcast, but as a Supertown fan, more than delighted by the fact that they're going to go to Wembley and potentially win a trophy. You can't really say anything more than that, you know, as, as a Supertown at heart, fan at heart. So yeah, there we go. We'll throw it back to the main podcast. So yeah, it was interesting watching the game on TV, wasn't it? Because obviously we don't miss many games and, yep. and certainly town don't play on TV very often as well. So it was, was good, good for the club to win on TV, Dad, wasn't it? And sort of get that national exposure. It was a very interesting game on TV. <laughs> I don't think it would have been very good if you'd have been there. Oh, it wasn't a very exciting game. No, it was a bit dull in parts. And I think that comes across in the audio of, of the, what we recorded on the night. There was a lot of like, oh, it's, we're hanging in there. or yeah. you know, And it took a while for the goal to come, didn't it? Yeah, it was, um, it was, a, it was a bit of a trial to watch sometimes. But mm. it's nice to see him on the TV and you get yeah, a bit a different aspect um, and because there was a final on the line yeah. towards the end you get nervous and they threw the ball for- so, yeah it was it was good to watch though. Yeah, I, it was. It. I mean Tan started well um, you know they had a couple of good breaks from the off and I remember we sat there and we, we were talking and thinking oh this is going to be quite easy because I remember Nolan was sort of pulling all the strings but the game settled down and it became very attritional in midfield and um yeah, I think the the key thing in the first half really was those misses by Godfrey and Nolan where they blazed yeah. them over the bar and, and they're two players that really should probably hit the target a bit more, aren't they? Yes, I think we had too much up in the air, not getting on the carpet enough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Too it's much true. pumping it forward. Yeah, I think those those misses though, you can you can probably and certainly some in the game at the weekend that we'll talk about later, attribute a couple of those to the condition of the pitch at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, the and I think that up, if we bumpy. play if we play Yeovil on a nice pitch we, you know, we'll take them to pieces again. Mm. If we play Warsaw on a nice pitch, we we'll probably put three or four past them. Yep. Um, so you see, you've got to take the pitch into consideration in all these recent uh, performances. Um, yeah, and Dad's right in terms of long ball. Yeovil were pretty much doing the same thing yeah. a lot of times because yeah. they had the big guy up front and they were trying to hit him, didn't they? I think Soko his name is. And yeah. you know, the, the difference for them was that Carl Morris was much more effective at holding the ball up and he bringing very, him very into good. play, whereas their guy just didn't do it quite as much and he wasn't really bringing him into play quite as much. And it, so you know, it, it, we still played a bit of nice football at times. I mean, my, my standout really, and I think as, as my family all know how much I love the man Beckles. He was outstanding in the first half. He was up front, going back, throwing in tricks. It was. I, I think when I came to the end of that game, you know, is there an argument that was his best game for Shrewsbury Town? Yeah, you could say that, but I think he's improving game on game, and he yep. played he played well again on Saturday. You know, played yeah. really well. Fantastic, yeah. he's he's really good, isn't he? And um, yeah, there we go. And and the only controversial moment really in the first half was was a penalty on Nolan. Um, nah. Or where was it? I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Mike? The, the guy's coming. He's led with his arm, but there's not a lot of pressure behind it. I think no. Nolan Nolan's he's took a bit of a. a I think he was off balance anyway, and it's not helped him. But I don't think that was a penalty myself. No. Um, had we drawn or lost, I'd probably be screaming. <laughs> but it's nice to be able to sit there and say I didn't really matter. Uh, we, but it's not for me. We sit and watch the football a lot on Sundays at home, don't we, Dad? And there's you, always those things where you say you've seen him given. You want the uh, video replay, don't you? <laughs> you would have get, you'd have got it then. You get the VAR, get the, the VAR, VAR in. VAR well, if we end up in the playoffs, in the, the VAR's in the playoff game, is it? Yeah, so no. we might have our oh first experience of it. Yeah. So at least we won't have another uh, ghost goal. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, we can narrow narrow that down at least. But um, yeah, there we go. It's nil nil half time. I think you know we still were quite. I remember speaking to you. You were quite confident we'd get back in it, Mike, and and get the first goal and get ahead. But yeah. it was it was still into the second half town in control but we didn't actually have our first shot on target till the 55th minute when Nolan had a shot and the keeper sort of made an easy save so it did show how although we, we'd had a lot of ball and we were playing nicely we weren't really creating clear cut chances but yeah. 
the good news was it wasn't. It was only ten minutes later, and then Big Carlton stepped up, didn't he? Yeah, and what a bullet header that was! Um, a really, really cracking corner. To be fair, from Wally, he, he he's starting to take a lot better set pieces. I don't know whether they've been working on it, but sort of eight weeks ago, perhaps his set pieces were hmm? really frustrating. We've been talking about and it, and now yeah. we we are converting a lot of them. A lot of the goals we scored recently have been from from Wally deliveries. Uh, and yeah, Carlton's timed his run brilliantly. He's, he lost his man. His man may as well have been on a different pitch. <laughs> um, cracking bullet header. Nothing the keeper could do about it, and. And it's nice to see Carlton get a goal, which he doesn't get enough as much as his work rate warrants. Um, so yeah, it was it was brilliant. A little fist pump, and uh, <laughs> and I was halfway to booking me me Wembley hotel room. <laughs> I think Wally changed his five sided boots to an ordinary <laughs> pair of boots, and that's why we that's why his crosses have improved. They have gone. No, with... they must they must have worked on it. Definitely. They must have worked on it a lot. Yeah, and 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 you say about nice to see Carlton score a goal. Actually, you know, if he doesn't get too many, that's one of the most important goals yeah. in, in you know recent history of the club. You know. Park all the checker trade nonsense that we've talked about on this podcast, and me and Ollie are going to go back to covering next week. But you know, in terms of a goal that sends your team to a final, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. one of the biggest it's goals you can score, isn't it? Really, it was so a great header. he's always going to be remembered for that, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah, you say he doesn't score enough goals, but the the, the work that he does creates space for other people to Definitely. score. So you know, it's he kind of contributes like that as well. So yeah, big, yeah. I'm a big fan of Carl Morris, and yeah, um, I think probably we all are, aren't we? Mm. Um, and then yeah, we didn't really sit too deep after the goal. I mean, 65 minutes, we kept trying to play, and, and the game still kept the same kind of pattern. Um, it wasn't really until we got into the last five ten minutes where I got a little bit of squeaky bum time didn't it with a couple of little scrabbles around the edge of the yeah. box I think naturally the, the, the team sort of um, got deeper because yeah. you want to hold on to the win and there's not that much time left and you've not been under much trouble and then obviously they're going to start loading it forward a lot quicker so we have to defend stoutly mm. um, but again they didn't create a, a clear cut chance the, yeah. only, the only one really at the end was that, um, that Henderson save yep um, you know, with nothing to do for eighty, the best part of ninety minutes. Yeah, I'd switch the ball. He pulls off an absolutely great save, doesn't he? And keeps us in it. Yep. So yeah, that, that was as good as the goal, really, wasn't it? In terms yeah. of the final result, and um, yeah, and then I thought the most funny bit about it was into injury time. Everyone's just saying, you know, we we sort of had a break and we're running running away with it. And Nathan Thomas has got the ball, and you're just yes. saying, go to the corner, go to the corner. Screaming corner. Suddenly, just <laughs> as a crack at goal, it's the post. It what were you thinking then? There, and it ran right across the pit, right across the goal mouth, didn't it? Don't know when it didn't go in. Such a shame. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you go. He's a confident lad, isn't he? Yeah, Nathan he is. Thomas. And yeah, yeah. Then there was a, a pitch invasion. Uh, the youth team invaded, and the groundsmen must have had a bit of a cry mm. in their beer because <laughs> Jesus, it can't have helped the pitch, can it? But. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. A lot of the young, young, younger fans who tended to pitch invade. We we sit here with an average age above thirty. You know, me and my brother yeah. are thirty. My dad's obviously a lot above sixty plus. <laughs> exactly, and and a lot of those young fans will not have seen anything like this before. To be fair, so yeah. I think there's there's some you know consideration into into that. And they fact. got on the telly. And they got on the telly. Yeah, there you go. I did use the word tin pot to describe <laughs> it, but I think maybe uh, maybe on reflection, like if I'd have been there, maybe I'd have got on. You the grandos so. were the grandos were very angry on Twitter. But, but yeah, I mean, you look at the, you look at the pitch on Saturday and you think. <laughs> If really got a bobble off one of those footprints from one of those fans, oh, you know. Oh man, yeah, yeah there we go. So he might not be here, Ollie, you know, and he'll miss he'll miss talking about that because he's he was looking forward to this week. But um he has recorded some thoughts on this game for us, so uh yeah, I think we'll play those in now. Hi guys, sorry I can't be with you today. Um travelling through work and decided the best thing to do is to leave um the ship in the cable hands of Mike and Glenn. So cheers guys. Um I watched the game from home um on Tuesday night. Um, obviously good good result for Shrewsbury. Get the chance to go to Wembley, which is um yeah great and hopefully we can yeah, fourth time lucky. Um uh, hopefully it'd be terrible if we lost again um, at Wembley. Good goal, I thought, from Morris. Really good corner from Warley. We've really been getting some goals from set pieces in recent weeks, which is good. And an absolute bullet header 
Ricardo from Morris, um, who had another strong game up front. I thought the team looked a little bit rusty um, after um, having the weekend off when the um, the game was cancelled, um, and we did look a bit rusty. However, I thought it was quite encouraging the way we tried to play. We really split the central defenders. Morris was getting a lot of ball in midfield and really spraying quite a few balls apart. Um, and I thought that um, yeah, we played with good intent, and I thought we were very attacking. Um, particularly the fullbacks were getting forward, and Omar had an excellent game um, on the wing, and his, his confidence is just growing and growing, and you see more flicks and tricks from him. Um, so that was really good. I'd say he was my man of the match. Um, a really excellent performance from Omar, and the, that block he did um, at the end of the game um, was fantastic. Um, so the overall... Um, a solid performance in town, and um, we could have scored more. We did create chances, particularly in the first half. And um, the second half, we kind of ground the result out. We tried to do um, the best we could, but unfortunately, we couldn't score any more goals. However, fantastic result, and um, yeah, lo- really looking forward to the trip to Wembley. Um, and yeah, hopefully, um, as you recorded, hopefully we've had a good result against Warsaw. So top three then, guys. I mean, yeah, interesting that we all kind of <laughs> talk about these matches all the time, but quite quite different, really. I think um, me and me and my brother have gone for the same man of the match, and quite understandably so. But yeah, for me, I went for Beckles man of the match, very similar to the, to the Sky man of the match, and um, he, he was outstanding, wasn't he? And in general, it was I say one of his best, best games for the football club, and just just dynamic the whole match, really, in terms of his sort of swashbuckling forward play mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, Beckles was, was man of the match for me. But um, I give mine to Carl Morris, second place for his, for his hold up play and the goal. And uh, I had Nolan in there again. Just thought he pulled a lot of the strings in our in our good work. But um, yeah, you you were quite similar, Mike. Not quite the same. Yeah, I had Beckles man the match again um, for the same reasons. Really, just he was everywhere. His defensive and attacking work was brilliant. Mm. Uh, Carlton Morris second for the goal, which without it we uh, we might have had a, a bit of a more difficult time. And then third, I went for Dean Henderson because just pulling off that quality save at the end. Um, I think in a match that was relatively low on quality because yeah. of the conditions, um, the, that was a standout moment for me. So. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And what about you, Dad? You've gone quite different, haven't you? But you, you... Nolan in midfield, because he's been great all season, he was good in that match. Talk to Winter at the back. He's just solid all every every game. Every he game, plays. Yeah. And Dino in goals, because of his infection and the way he, he gets the other players going, he's just so infectious with his enthusiasm. That was what the That's other very true, Dad. The yeah. sort of player that you love to watch, isn't he, Dino? Yeah, you know, as brilliant. a goalkeeper, it's strange. You don't tend to get those affectious, as you say, team team players being in a goalkeeper. You might have a, a wizard winger or, or a striker that everyone loves, but to have it in goal, it's amazing. It, it's amazing. And we'll come to talking about him at the Warsaw game as well, where he was, <laughs> where he was fantastic. And, yeah. and I've described him recently as box office. He's very yeah. much becoming that, isn't he? And yeah, you're really well, right to include him, both of you. Even in this Yeovil game, he caught he caught a cross, I think it was, or a long ball in about the 89th minute. <laughs> and he, he, as he caught it, he, he turned and he was lying face in the south stand and he was sticking his tongue out to him and wagging yeah. it around yeah. and all that. And, and, you know, that sort of stuff is... Um, I, I, the ref I, was the watching him. <laughs> I actually think he's encouraging people to go to the South Stand, especially the young lads yeah, yeah. who are getting behind this football club. I think there's a real drive to be near Dino. You see yeah. it at the away games as well yeah, that we've do. been to, Dad, where everyone wants to sort of get involved with him and his antics. And mm. and um, I think it's good for safe standing. If he's here next year, he might get all the might get it all sold yeah, out yeah. with the youth Great. team. So there we go. It's fantastic. And. Um, yeah, we'll just turn to Paul Hurst, really. I had a look at his post-match interview, and um, yeah, he was right. He said to get to any final is a great achievement, which he's, he's bang on, isn't he, really? Mm-hmm. Um, gives everyone a day out. Uh, from our playing point of view, though, you've, you've got to go and try and win these games of football. You don't just want to go there and say, we played at Wembley. And as fans, you know, we, we've all been to the three games we've lost, haven't we? Yeah. You know, we don't want to go there and lose again. It'll be fairly... Well, hugely dispiriting, won't it? Yeah. yeah. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Um, and he said he didn't expect an easy game against Yeovil, and we certainly didn't get one, which is another fair comment. Um, we had lots of possession, and we did look the better side, but we just couldn't work their keeper enough, which was obviously testified by the fact that we didn't have a shot on target yeah. till 55 minutes. Um, and he just said, "I'm delighted, really pleased for the crowd. There was a lot more in the ground than I thought there would be, and they created an atmosphere. And I think this and the the, re- the reaction of the crowd on Saturday is another point where Hurst has, has thought that." 
the little pop, as we described it on the podcast yeah. with the fans a few weeks ago, it's actually got a reaction out of it because the away game at Charlton was one of the best atmospheres we've been to for a long time. And both these home games really have, have been 100% entirely the team. So yeah. he's, he's, he's clever and he? he knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's... Uh... It's it's a good bit of man management for the fans, you know. He's man manager with the players, but he's he's got the fans on side as well. And, yep. and you can't help but love a winning team as well. It really goes in your favour. If he'd had that pop and his team were playing Melons football, I think we'd have seen a different <laughs> result. You know, might have been gone by now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there we go. So that was it. That was the end of the the cup action until the final. And um, yeah, things moved on to a, a, a just as big a game really on Saturday in the context of this season. So um, yeah, run us run us through the, the result there and the team, Mike. So this was Supertown 2, Warsaw 0, and I won't get tired of saying that, <laughs> uh, with a goal for Alex Rodman on the 6th minute, and Abel Gogo on the 88th, um, scoring for the second home game in a row, is it? Which uh, is mental. Yes, free scoring a go-go, and yeah. I'm not sure if it was the last home game, I can't quite remember yeah, now. The but, new uh, Frank Lampard, isn't he? Um, <laughs> we should get more. So the team for this one was uh, Dean Henderson in goal again, um, Hendry came back in at right-back, with uh, Toto and Sadler centre-halves, and Beckles at left-back. Uh, Godfrey returned to his sort of defensive midfield position with Nolan and Agogo just in front of him with uh, Rodman and Wally on the wings and big Carlton Morris back up top on his own yeah so it's the classic team we've been describing yeah. as other than obviously Bolton for Hendry but it's been a bit of a chop and change in that in recent weeks but this certainly feels like our strongest team doesn't he we're used to seeing those players week in week out now Dad, aren't we yeah good side backbone of the Shrewsbury season and, but the, the subs do well when they come on they, yeah. you know, none of them let us down when they come on no Paney yeah. Paney's done well they're yeah. all good players as well yeah, yeah. yeah we've got a strong squad now haven't we yeah. with, with the recruitment we did in January really did you know, bolster us in those positions we needed yeah. and um, yeah. yeah it's done, done well um, in terms of playing Walsall though not the greatest record recently and me, me and my dad have been to a few Walsall games away recently do you remember in the last few yeah. seasons it's always been dreadful but, in the thunderstorm yeah oh, that was a couple God. of years ago wasn't it yeah mm. um, yeah, so uh, it, we've only won two of 17 since 2006. Madness. So to put that right in this season of seasons and, and start to turn the table has, has been brilliant, to be honest with you. And the other interesting thing about this game on Saturday was we, we obviously hadn't won a league game at home since the 1st of January when we beat yeah. Oldham. So yeah. it really was a, a really much-needed home victory to kind of get that monkey off our back as well. Mm. So two two interesting stats there, really. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll move on to it. As I say, we've mentioned Bolton before being out. Again, I've still not seen an update about his injury, so um, we'll have to have a look at that this week. And yeah. Ollie, Ollie's good at finding these sort of things out, so I'll get on him this week but um, yeah to the game really it was a bright start wasn't it Mike yes it would to say bright is, <laughs> is an understatement we, we came out of the blocks really well um, and Nolan was, was really shaping everything with his passing it was really crisp it was really accurate um, and that got the crowd going as well Yeah, and so you could say like you know, the, the opening section of the match was it was all Shrewsbury and you know that's from us getting the early goal as well, and mm. you, it felt like we were gonna we were gonna run them, we were gonna put a few past them, yeah. And it was it was like a long overdue shoeing for for Walsall <laughs> essentially, um, yeah. But it's yeah, it coming. was good, and, and getting the whole crowd going early was was a real bonus for the team, I think. Yeah, and obviously we come to the goal in a minute. We scored on six minutes, but it was a good atmosphere on Saturday, wasn't it, Dad? Superb atmosphere, right from the minute go. I don't know that he, this he's poppy had at the the uh, supporters. I mean, it's just a, a back backlash from that really so yeah. I just think they've got it in their own heads the lads down in the court and they've got to do something about it and yeah. they've got to support them more more, yeah. vo- more vocally yeah. I mean even up our end where we don't support yep. we don't <laughs> we don't say we don't shout we don't scream we just sit there quietly watching it 
actually could hear some good clapping and some good yeah, it was tunes. good. So yeah, it was a great atmosphere. 16, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, block, the lads who were in block nineteen and, and some and at the back of the south stand now they do try to get the chanting going and start. Yeah, they do try. You know, yeah. we sit in block seventeen, me and Mike, and, and you obviously sit another block along yeah. in sixteen, Dad. And it is funny how much it sort of does even just p- pilfer away in that short space. It dies, but, dies it in where we are. Yeah. But when it go, does go well, like Saturday, it does go well, and it, yeah. it is a good place to be. And I noticed at one point, probably just after the goal, that it was one of those ones where you know the whole three sides were sort of clapping along to a yeah. specific chant, and and that's good. It, I, I know you, you, it's good for the block 19 lads because they, they try and start getting it behind us and you, you want everyone else to go along with mm. it as as much as you can in your sleepy block 16s dad but yeah <laughs> well you can sleepy block 16 sitting next to your mum she never blew, she never says a word so you know <laughs> and if oh. i start screaming and shouting it's elbow in the ribs mother's day can't say these things um <laughs> there we go so um yeah there we go it, but the good i say the good start and the good atmosphere paid off didn't it really and um it was a, it was a cracking first goal from yeah, uh, from rodman and uh yeah good work from nolan in the build-up yeah he, he sort of Glides with the ball, doesn't he? He's brilliant. He sort of went inside, came outside, made himself some space down by the byline, cut it back lovely, really accurate, and Rodman with a, a beautiful what looked like back heel flip yeah. finish. Yeah, um, messy You can see that's um, the confidence is up in the team to be able to, to try those things and, and pull them off. I just think that, um, yeah, it was one of the nicest goals I've seen for a while, actually. Really well crafted. It was, wasn't it? And what, what do you make of Rodman, Dad, this Twinkle season? Twinkle toes, Rodman. Yeah. If, you, if you were at the Bristol Rovers match and saw him dance along the line like he did, it was just unbelievable skill. <laughs> and he's just had it again Saturday, so... I mean, I'd be putting him on my my team straight away. Yeah, he, he's def- It's funny because we brought in these wingers like Nathan Thomas Same, in yeah. January, and and you know suspected that Rodman might have been the one to sort of come out of the team. And actually, yeah. he's been worth his place since Nathan Thomas came here. There's absolutely no way he's deserved to be dropped no, from anything I've seen. Right. So I think he's for a lad that's and and you read his interviews and the sort of things you've been seeing in the press about him. He's such yeah. an intelligent footballer, and he seems like a really nice guy. Well, we we drove home after the game, yeah. me and Dad, and and he was being interviewed on the radio. Oh and, yeah, and we were like, who's this? We thought it was a, we thought it was a journalist. He'd be good at and then, he'd be good on telly or on the radio. Yeah, yeah, we worked out it was Rodman, and if he doesn't go in the media in the future, the way he speaks, I think he'd be quite a good manager as well. Yeah, he's, he gets his point across quite well, and you can see he's quite a calm, well thought character. So yeah, um, I was quite impressed with him off the pitch there as well. In his Fantastic! I, I like the guy. He's, he's yeah. brilliant, and um, yeah, he was probably involved in one of the, the next move really that should have killed the game off. Yeah, I think, sure. and um, yeah, I think it was Wally actually and Nolan that sort of started the move off. But um, yeah, Nolan played in Wally, and then. Wally did a nice little ball uh, to, the, to the sort of middle of the goal. Carlton was coming in. It looked for all the world like all it did was side fit past the goalkeeper. No. And he, he got a lot on it, but he just steered it onto the post. Maybe he was trying to make sure it went in. Yeah. And he just put a bit too much on it. And to be honest with you, if it had gone 2-0 then, what, 25 minutes in, it was they were never coming back from that. Yeah, he gets good contact on it, doesn't he? But just, yeah, maybe he's trying to be too accurate or maybe he didn't have quite enough time to react to it. But... Um, you know he's there he's in the position so yeah. you know that yeah. half the time with strikers at Shrewsbury Town that ball goes in there's nobody stood there so mm. you can't argue with that part of it but um, no. yeah it's unlucky basically it was it was unlucky yeah. when it went towards the goal I mean me and your mum jumped up we, <laughs> thought, we definitely thought it was in and, and then we stood there with our mouths open we couldn't believe it hadn't yeah. gone in no, so. I shouted 2-0 I was, yeah, I was yeah, it, just, it was that close Unlucky to be fair, but um, yeah, there we go. But that was probably about you know from that point onwards. Walsall actually, you know, I think it was one of the things that gave Walsall a little bit more confidence. They yeah. grew back into the game big mm. time and um, made it quite uncomfortable for the rest of the first half. Probably yeah. the most uncomfortable period from twenty five minutes on for us for in the whole game. And um, that old Zuma that plays, he's sort of the, the, the number ten for um, yeah, very small. Like Toto was about three foot taller than him. He, he's very tricky and skillful. Good little player. Yeah, he yeah. looked decent actually. And and. The best chances all came through him. Essentially, he yeah. he um he waltzed in the one time down down the down the wing and sort of hit the post. Dino was sort of didn't know whether to come or go, and luckily at the post and went wide. Mm-hmm. And then there was another chance that he he was involved in, and, and Dino just tipped it over the bar. Um, and yeah, so that that was interesting. But 
you know, even though they'd slightly got into the game, I thought looking at the Walsall fans was quite interesting because it was about now they were starting to put out their sort of Whitney out man- manager banners. And I, I thought that got unfilled like just after <laughs> can't hit the post, didn't it? They <laughs> yeah. were like, right, that's enough. We've had enough now. Get this banner out. It was yeah. a bit limp, though, their protest. Yeah, and I then... I didn't really hear it vocally. No, it was interesting. There was not much manager out stuff, was it, till right at the end when they were yeah. banging on the sideboards and obviously they started fighting each other. I think, there. yeah, I think they started... Uh, with the banners going up, and then there was just a fight, and Later they got on, yeah. ripped down, and right, yeah, yeah, they went quiet after it's that. Happy it, club, was emba- it? it was embarrassing as the crowd told them. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you, I, you know, we saw all this going on in our football club, a couple of little melees and, and a banner out, and then I got home and saw what happened at West Ham. Yeah, Holy moly, that was unbelievable scenes, wasn't yeah. it? But there we go. So um, yeah, they're obviously not a happy bunch, but their, their team were actually fighting for them at that point, and mm. probably having their best spell of the game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. Warsaw just a bit of a shambles at the moment, aren't they? So, um, yeah, one, one only negative. Hooray! Re- <laughs> Let's hope they go down. Um, and one, one of the things I, we did know, and we, we were talking about this before the podcast started, and we're not trying to be too negative, but Henry looked a little bit all at sea, didn't he, during the first half to add something? Yeah, three mistakes uh, could have cost us, but he picked up in the second half. Yeah, he did. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. There was a one where he, we went, there was a long ball, and he, he jumped to head it and sort of mm. said to, to, to a go go, no, I'm not going to get it. And they just, it yeah. went straight in, and then he had to take an almost a red card booking type yeah. thing. Um, for being the last man, but luckily Agogo was covering him, but he got away with that, really. On, on the second one, um, Sadler got him and pulled him aside and said, you've got to be careful, yeah, you know? you've yeah. got to look what you're doing. Yeah. He was better after that. And yeah. once he was on a booking, it's always, it's always harder to play once you're on a booking as well for him, yes. to be fair, a bit more, more nervy, but oh, Sadler's been a fantastic captain this season, yeah, no one, no one could say anything about that. But um, yeah. yeah, and a bit like the, the Oval game, I thought, at that point, we were just trying to get it out, and it was one of those ones where we hit, hit Carlton, hope he holds it, and, yeah. and, and unfortunately, during that really tri- tricky period up to half-time, it just wasn't happening, was it? it, it no. As much as he was holding the ball, it kept, kept breaking down, they, they seemed to have an extra man in midfield, midfield a little bit, and by the time we got to half-time, I was... I was quite happy to get 1-0. I remember yeah. we, we were there and we can see Dad from where we sit and I looked across and you were sort of giving it the oh, yes. oh, a bit worried shaky, sort, bit bit of sunshine. And, and yeah, but 1-0 one, one at half-time was good enough for us really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not often we go in 1-0 up on Warsaw in a game. No, we're true. usually chasing the game after after early time. So I was quite happy to go in and they, they get a chance to regroup. They get a chance to have a chat with Hendry and, and just sort of work on the shape and get a bit more compact. And then I thought I thought we'd be okay. I think Warsaw were, they, they were okay, but they didn't really create much or, no. or have good quality on the ball no. so I, I still thought we were relatively comfortable yeah it was a bit, in, on the evidence it was about 50-50 half but by the end we definitely shaded yeah. the game because yeah. obviously like Mike's just said Hurst and, and Doy get a bit of a chance to talk to the players and then change a few things and we definitely came out and pretty much I, I would say dominated the rest of the game they they yeah. they were second best for most of the rest of the half and we, we missed quite a few chances in the second half so yeah we sort of reversed the trend from the end of the first half and uh, yeah had an early chance Toto um yeah, it sort of didn't didn't quite do enough really, and um, yeah, it was a ball came into the box and Toto headed it, and, and the keeper sort of pushed it into the net, and yeah. there was a foul. I've looked that at wasn't I, a foul. I looked at it back on on the replay today. It didn't didn't look a foul then it either. So I, I thought I could see clear daylight between the keeper and any other player. There was, there yeah. didn't seem anybody touch him, and then he his hands. He looks like he's trying to push it over the bar. He just taps it down behind himself. Mm, yeah, very, very strange. strange I you thought, could see but... the reaction of the Shrewsbury players. You know, they were all around the ref. They, yeah. they don't do that very often. Shrewsbury, no. they, yeah. they did surround him a bit and yeah. word with him, but uh, he didn't. It's interesting, ref, wasn't it? Because he, he was very much wanting to give every flipping decision to. to it was it was a fair ref, but he yeah. stopped the game a lot, didn't he? There was free kick, little free kicks all the time. Like we always say, sometimes where we sit, Wally does go down very easily. And but it was one of those games where if he went down easy and it looked like a minimal contact, ref was going to give a yeah. free kick, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I thought that that played for us though because did you notice during the game we were at absolute pains to slow the game down at all moments. Mm. The ball boys were on, on a go slow. They'd obviously <laughs> had the word do not rush with the ball and then whenever we, we went to get the, the throw another free kick and what I think they were trying to do is just take any of the sort of derby sting out of the game. Yeah. You don't let Walsall get any sort of momentum up no. and then and then they're not going to be able to you know get 
enthusiastic about the game. They're not going to be able to press you and get in your face. And you can just get the ball, try and use your quality and, and sort of play them out of the game. And I thought that... Yeah, we did that right, brilliantly, actually. I think, and, yeah. and the way that we managed it off the field and on the field with the ball boys, I thought it's clearly something that they'd worked on, and they'd said, right, let's not let's not get down to their level and compete in a derby atmosphere. Let's mm. beat them with the quality. And I thought, yeah, you're right, was it good. wasn't a harem scarem derby no, in any respect, was it? And maybe that's to do with where Walsall are and the problems they're having. Yeah. But it certainly wasn't like a, one of the you know some of the poor Vale games we've had in recent years, where exactly. it's very intense of an atmosphere. But you wouldn't expect that with the team playing that badly. Yeah. But but it helped. Their, it, that helped us stop their crowd getting behind yeah, them yeah. and stop them getting their tails up. So I thought we did quite well with that. Yeah, and so the rest of the half we were in control, uh, creating half chances here and there, and, and we had a good couple of chances later on. We'll come to in a second, but I think Carlton started to get a bit leggy, then tired. He'd obviously had a hard yeah. week with the with the checker trade, and that pitch, pitch is hard for the amount of work he did, and and I called it in before Payne came on. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he's getting tired now, and, and fair enough, Payne came on. There and, was and, one where it went that we knocked it in this channel. He just didn't chase it; yeah. he just looked gone. So yeah, and I think we need to keep. We, he's so good, we need to keep him for, for yeah, the next few games definitely. coming up. So that was good, and then the, we should have clinched it just before we got the final goal. Nolan intercepted in midfield, yeah. ran in. Payne made a lovely run just to. Oh, right. no. Why didn't he roll him in? Why down? didn't he pass it to him? God only knows. <laughs> only only John Nolan knows that, and you oh. can't criticise him because he's having a great season. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. I thought he might have just let, lamped it, you know. Yeah, he just he just. Well, I think he was going to lamp it. He just took yeah. the one touch too many and too sort many. of lost control, didn't he? But and then he fell over. <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's a such a strange character because you 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 give him that decision to make. Yeah. Anywhere else on the pitch, and, and later on he had a chance strolling onto it in yeah. loads of space. Yeah. And he will connect beautifully with the ball, and he'll put it exactly where he wants it. But when he's got to put it in the net. He seems to have a bit of a rush of blood to the head or, or, or just a lack of composure or doesn't really back himself and he just seems to take the wrong decision or completely air kick and completely miss the ball. But And he has scored some goals. like The, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the chance you were talking about later on um, was where it sort of got cut to the edge of the box and he just had a sort of side foot finish, yeah. didn't he, from the edge of the box. The keeper which, was sprawling the other side because yeah. he was expecting a cross. And he so. scored at least one goal like that this season. Yeah, yeah. It's just not, you're not consistent. Very it's really. decision making and a young guy has got a lot of learning to do. He has and he, he'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's just lots of training. Yeah. It's the highest level he's played at for, yeah. for you know, he plays if, for if he starts finishing top then, of the league one, isn't it? If he starts mm. finishing the chances that he does get, He's too, good know, for us. he's too good for us. He's a championship player every day of the week, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. there yeah. we go. There we go. Well, he might go on. Might be the next round. He's got to learn from a goal goal at school. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, eventually the late clinching goal did come and it was a massive pressure relief, wasn't it? It was... Yeah. Oh, I was so glad when that goal went in. We were going mad, weren't we? And... Um, yeah, lovely move down the right. Rodders with another killer ball. I watched yeah, this back on a replay. He put it into this spot where any any player that's just arriving at that point in time, you, you can't miss it, basically. Even and though he tried to. <laughs> he did <laughs> smash it into the top of the net a go-go. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was great for him to get an, an important goal like that as well after the Brilliant. one he scored the other week. And crowd erupted, didn't it? Yeah, well, not yeah. only the crowd, the team erupted. They yes. came right over to the West End. Yeah, right down fantastic. in front of us. And Dino, Dino <laughs> sprinted pretty much the length of the pitch. I watched then, Dino run all that yeah, way. Yeah. He, he must have been tired when he got there. <laughs> he was flat out. But it's great to see how much they want to come over and engage with the fans. And, and they're, they're looking us in the eyes and they're clenching their fists and they're screaming at us. And it's they get so much back from it. And mm. it's it's beautiful, especially in a, in a derby, yeah. late winner against, well, well late oh, clincher, clincher yeah. against Walsall. Um, yeah, great moment that was. And, and that's a good, you know, we talked about this before, but there is a very much a we're all in it together feeling about the club it's at the moment. It's a proper team. Yeah. They're playing well together. Yeah. I think they all like each other. Which yeah, is that amazing. really helps. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. You, you can tell. They all they all yeah. clinch and get together. They do like each other. They've all and got their smiles. Their, they've all got them daft handshakes or the, you know, <laughs> yeah. complicated handshakes. It's, it's all cuddles and, and high fives at the end of games, isn't it? Whereas... You know, you remember back to, I hate talking about him, but Mickey Mellon's team. <laughs> and at the end of a game, Ian Black would be off and he'd be chatting, the, chatting the odds at somebody else. Yeah. And Gary Deegan would stomp off on his own. You know, yeah, it's, it's night and day, isn't it, really? 
that's a good manager though, you know, yeah. just so he stands out with it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, Mickey tried, but they went away and had a fight, didn't they? No, <laughs> they never, got, never got over Dublin Gate, did they, unfortunately? Yeah, no. But there we go. And then that was it, really. We, we, I think it was, what, three, four minutes to go? I can't remember what minute it was now. But um, Salah did their usual thing of, of once we were ahead with a couple of minutes to go, you never really worry about us getting a, getting out into trouble. We just ground, ground, grounded the right... Yeah. Just, yeah, just saw it out, didn't we? So um, at that point, we were seeing Wigan were losing and they unfortunately yeah. got an equaliser. But they still drew, which was yep. a, which was a good result for us. So when the final whistle went, we we actually ended up in a, a good position, I think, mm. in terms of still got enough point uh, games in hand to get above Blackburn if we did win our games in hand. But yep. also gives us another little bit of a cushion to to Wigan. And actually, one of the probably better results for us was it kind of um, Rotherham lost as well. Yeah. So it gives us I think it's nine points now back good to Rotherham, or, or maybe more. Than that could be eleven. I'm not too sure, but. Brilliant, you know that's that's just if these kind of results keep coming, it's, it's, it's still be... between the three of us. It is, I think. Yeah, I, I didn't think rather than seriously get back. Into nobody it. will get up no. to us now. But I mean, I, I look at it. And I, I look at the. Uh, I look at our running. I, I like where we are. You know, I like where yeah. we're sat. I yeah. like the games we've got left. I like how many of them at home. We we there's a risk of getting distracted by that final, but. Um, it, it just sits us in a in a good position, I think. Not as much as Not Wigan as, is going to get uh, sidetracked by the yeah. by the FA and they've got Cup. more games in hand to deal with, which yeah. is difficult. Isn't We've been it? relegated on games we had before, so mm. I'd exactly. rather have the points in the bag and games in hand, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't see all, us and Wigan winning all their games in hand. So Blackburn's still set favourites now, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, there's a long way to go yet, isn't there? Big but games Blackburn to come. Blackburn have got Plymouth to go yet, and they've also got Wigan. So yeah. you know, no, they just played Wigan last week, then. Yeah. Oh yes, it <laughs> it's all right. Senior uh, moment. I did there. that. <laughs> there we go. So we'll, just, did. we'll go through our top three uh, just now, just to finish this bit off. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll start, Mike. I went for uh, Abs as man of the match. Yeah. I mean, even without the goal, would have been massively deserving. He, he's player. just a met- metronomic. He did not stop running backwards, forwards, covering just every blade of grass on the pitch. And and the, the guy, if we lose him in the summer because we haven't given him a decent contract, it will be a foolish, foolish mistake, I think. Mm-hmm. But there we go. And I went for Beckles second again. I just, I love the man. I thought he was good at left back and, and solid and gave us a bit going forward again. And uh, Nolan again, I said, pulling the strings in midfield. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I went for Abs again uh, for man of the match. He, He's one of my favourite ever Super Town players now, and the, the amount of work rate he puts in, it's, it's unbelievable, really. Um, he's a great captain as well. You can see him communicating, yeah. Um, and he also seems to love playing for the club. He's been here a good long time. Yeah, you can't say enough good things about him. But on Saturday, he was immense. And then I went for Nolan second because everything good we did came through him. You know, we talked about him missing his chances, but um, his his, um, his retention of the ball and his use of the ball was brilliant. Mm. And then I went for Carlton third because up top on his own it's a thankless task at the best of times it is. and he he had a couple of great big defenders up against him and he gave him a torrid time hmm? he bullied him out of the game well that, that their defender they sent her off with the dreadlocks yeah uh, he should get a sniff out of him he was hopeless I did notice Carlton pull his, dread, pull his dreadlock at one oh point. yeah he's pointed that out during um, the game yeah but I don't know whether he was off balance and he just caught hold of it but I thought he you shouldn't say that, that. he, he was getting in trouble with the FL he must you. get that a lot that centre off <laughs> Yeah, we didn't ask you in advance Dad, about your top three have you got well, one though yeah I'd say Nolan obviously he's played well again and Abu in the midfield as well, but I, I Sadler, he's had a he's had a blip in form the last uh, month or so, and yeah, he's, and he's he come back really strong on yes, Saturday, and yeah. uh, I think he played really well. No, he came back. He had a real torrid time. Me and Ollie talked about this, where he came up against four consecutive games against huge, big, big burly, massive centre forwards. Wasn't and quite strong enough. Didn't for him, quite. Was he? he was still good, and, and we yeah. still played well in those games. But he had a hard time actually. Yeah. He, he's come right through that, and actually, he was, mm. you're right. He's been fantastic since yeah, then. He, he was yes. really good at Charlton. Really on, good on Saturday, Sadler. Had to have a good game because Toto was a bit out of sorts. I thought he, took, yeah, he took, made a, a couple bit. of funny decisions, arrived late to the ball, and mm. um, so sadly was covered quite well for him as well, and sort of helped him through the game. Yeah. Wasn't one of Toto's best, but um, them as a pair, they're, they're, they're really good. All in all, all in all, everyone put the shift in the second Great half and, and got us through yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. the defense has been solid. Um, 
uh, other than our top three, we asked for the three-word match reports, even in Ollie's absence. And uh, yeah, we had a few of those funny ones back today. <clears throat> we had Keith Alexander saying, great three points. Uh, Dwayne Edwards, we're on our way, or just on our way. It's not three words, is it? Just we're on our way. Um, Chris Jones, pressure on Lancashire, obviously, with the two teams yeah. around yeah. us in Lancashire. Um, Jim Scuffham, scrap metal missing. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and Martin Peslock, a Sir Paul. So there we go. And uh, yeah, Hursty was just as chuffed as everybody, really. One, one of the things he, he picked up on was the conditions. And I think when he talks about conditions, he's talking about the pitch, really. I think. Yeah, and, um, Although it was quite a swirly win there. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And he said difficult conditions, but at the same time, I thought we started the game extremely well, got ourselves in front, gained the advantage, and then we did lose our way a little bit, which is which we just talked about. Um, and we also didn't play the conditions that well, which was interesting, I thought. Um, overall, he thought we deserved the win, though. Um, and he started talking about how many points we need for the playoffs, which is the first time I've heard him yeah, talking yeah. about that. Yeah, he's very, very coy about that, hasn't he? <laughs> very shift, fun, finally a shift in his focus to saying more than we're going to stay up. Yeah. Which is interesting, because we've got 71 points now. Um, and I think someone was doing some calculations today that there's only one team so basically there's, there's four going out from our division isn't there and um, there's only one team now of those four at the bottom could actually catch us so we're right. almost mathematically Completely safe, safe. <laughs> let's there be we honest go. about it we're going to stay up yeah Bryce, have you worked that on. one out yourself have let's you? be <laughs> we are going to stay up and we're also going to finish first or second yeah right. I think oh, so well, well said definitely. well said um, on a go-go he said he was amazing he said he nearly missed the chance he kind of hit it into yeah. the roof of the net before he uh, hit the back of the net but yeah, fantastic energy from him. He leads by example. He gets about the pitch extremely well. He's just a great lad to work with on the training ground. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to get from him day in, day out. Well, Agogo should get a new contract then. <laughs> exactly. A new contract. Uh, maybe we've offered him and he just, you know, it's it, agents talking it. What can you do? Um, and on the fans, he said it was fantastic. I, he said, I obviously said a few things a while ago. I feel like they responded and I was really pleased to get them the win in the derby. So, yeah. all in all, fantastic to, to go home again on a Saturday night with, with a smile on your face, which has well, been happening a lot. But I had a guy sat next to me, sat there, who was from, uh, he was a Nottingham Forest fan, but he lives in uh, Craven Arms. And the, the bus broke down, so he missed the first goal. But his <laughs> comments on, on the match was that glad in midfield and I told him it was Abu Gogo he said he's brilliant oh he's not playing at a higher level yeah, yeah. you never know yeah. so you know we got to sign him quick yeah, yeah. I think so I, I think he offer him more money whatever yeah. he needs there we go and that was it that was the end of our fantastic Shrewsbury Town week really so um, yeah we'll wrap that up now we'll move on to the final section well, what a revelation Shrewsbury have been full of ideas full of confidence and a lot of football the boys caught a champion So sort of salad news, predictions, sort of uh, final section we've got coming up here with a couple of interesting points that people might find interesting. But yeah, the, the, we've got quite a lot of news this week, actually, that Ollie really wants to talk about next week on the agenda. So we've got the issues with Wembley tickets, which I put in brackets, fiasco, question mark, interesting. Um, my boycott and other people's boycott and what, whether there'll be protests at the Wembley final and sort of all the discussion points around that. Um, the new season tickets prices and... Uh, sort of general pro- ticket issues, which has been fantastic if you ask me, because you know kids under twelve free now a staggered Amazing, approach, yeah. really really good. You know for all the stuff on Wembley that might be bad, they've done really well for next season in terms of tickets in my mm. view. But Ollie wants to go and talk about that, so you can't, you're not allowed to. <laughs> and then there's a sports parliament meeting next week on Tuesday, so I'll be giving an update on that next week. Um, it's meeting the caterers for the first time. They've actually bothered to turn up to one of these things, and Correct. as listeners to this podcast will know, I'm not a huge fan of our current catering output, so um, I'm not sure anyone is really on it, Mike. Um, well, the coffee's gone downhill. I'll, I'll That's what Mum that. said. That's yeah, what Mum yeah, said earlier yeah. on. There we go. And uh, yeah, and also we might have a bit of a safe standing update. So. Yeah, other than that, really, that's that's the news we're going to catch over to next week. But the one news we could talk about quickly was Dom Smith's been released in the middle of sort of March, which is a bit unusual sometimes. And yeah, um, yeah he's instantly gone and joined Telford, so he's he's obviously staying in the area. But mm. I, I put here, what went wrong? Because it was only a, a season and a half ago, really. He was playing quite regularly, played 31 games for us. And, you know, it 
have we just evolved beyond the types of Dom Smith? I don't know. Yeah, it's still I young. When when Hurst came in, you could see him fancy him almost mm. immediately. Yeah. He tried him out a bit, but he met, like Hurst made his mind up fairly early on a few players. And under Mellon, we were so poor that below average players got more games mm. because the team were bad. You know, you look at people like Ethan Jones were getting a game. Um, you know, yeah. these guys that have totally dropped off the map. Yeah, he's really um, gone Jones, hasn't he? You know, what is it? Um, a couple of other young lads were getting on the bench, weren't they? Anderson, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Camille Anderson. Yeah, and, and they, they either weren't ready for first-team football or they weren't good enough for the level we were trying to get to. And I, I think, unfortunately for Dom, who I really wanted to be a success, yeah. the guy from the team I was hoping the next Connor Goldson, um, it just hasn't worked out for him. But hopefully, go to Telford, try and sort their back line out because they're terrible, and then, um, <laughs> and then kick on and hopefully come back. You know, I'd like to see him do well. But well, it's yeah. a shame, but the way we're travelling, we need to be looking at quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had players like that, haven't we, Dad? Like Andre Gray that we dismissed in a very similar fashion, who's come back to be a 20, 20 million pound player. I think Dom Smith could still make it again, yeah. but he's, he needs to step back and, and have a look at his career himself, analyse himself a bit more. Mm. And then, because it went. For, for a season, he was playing really well. He was, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he reminded me of Toto Inso Alo a bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's young enough. But, but we brought in more quality, so yeah, yeah, exactly. He hasn't got time to learn in that team. Yeah. No, I think, I think, yeah, I think most town fans would wish him well. To be honest with you, when you've got a youth prospect yeah. that's come through, you do yeah. want them to go on and, and do better, don't Definitely. you? But um, there you go. So that was one big bit of news. I mean, looking forward, we are off to Scunthorpe next week on the Saturday. Um, so I'm going with the kids and my wife's actually coming to the first game of the season which you two are staggered by aren't you Mike? Yeah, divorced by <laughs> the so, um, you yeah. won't even get there. <laughs> there we go. So Scunny have been looking good recently. Um, yes. Obviously indicated by um, drawing with Wigan at the weekend and pretty much almost beating them. So it's not going to be a very easy game I don't think and, and I, from memory I don't think we've got a particularly good record at Glanford Park. I mean I've been there a lot of times and it stands out for Horrible me as place. the place my away sports career finished Mike. Yeah, yeah. best day of the away sports had I think that was. <laughs> Dark days so I've not got many good memories of Scunthorpe but um, yeah what, what are you guys thinking about next week then in terms of what, what the result might be? Um, I think that although they are a good team in good form our away form is actually very good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I don't think Paul Lewis will let them calm down or rest on the laurels. I think they'll be well drilled and well up for it. I'm not sure what the pitch is like over there, whether we might be able to Can't play. Can't be worse than ours, can it? <laughs> so I'm going to go for a lovely optimistic 1-0 win. Good man. What about you, Dad? If it's better than Berry, it'll be it'll be brilliant. <laughs> Dad's so, just, should just say on the podcast, my dad really hasn't got over the Berry away so, as I no, this season. It was a disaster. Um, <laughs> it was but, a disaster. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm confident. They're playing well away from home, so they should do all right. Yeah, yeah, I think... What, what score prediction then? One apiece. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, do you know we're so what? good, we're going to draw. Do you know what? I'm going to probably go with that. I think, And I don't think in the context of the season it would be the worst result. No. Um, it's, it's a very tricky away game. Probably one of the harder games we've got left, in all honesty. Yeah, so I'd say so. Avoiding, avoiding a defeat and keeping this yeah. nice little run going that we've started to get on, I think that would be perfectly acceptable. But as Mike's pointed out, our away form has been superb. And if yeah. we put a performance in uh, you know, at three quarters of, of what we did at, at Charlton, we yeah, would have a really good same. chance of winning because it, it was really impressive. Some at of those get so. away games that you two have come back from blowing. Oof. Yeah. And then I've, I've gone and watched the following the home world. game where we sort of <laughs> ground our way through it. Um, yeah, I, I kind of want to go. What was the one we dragged you to? Berry. Oh, yeah, that was a berry. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Trying to forget about that. <laughs> there we go. Awful. There we go. So I think that's going to wrap up our week. But we are going to just because uh, normally we ask uh, any guests that we have on to give us their all-time town team. But um, Dad just wants to talk about three of his sort of three top players ever, really. Isn't it? And, and it's nice because you've seen some of our older generation. But, yeah, like, Alan Durban, player manager, and he played a lot of games for us. So you know, you, you've got to have played a lot of games for me to pick a yeah, top player. Yeah. 
So I think he played 156 games and wow. scored 33 goals for us from midfield, and that's brilliant. Yeah, he's good. And I watched him when he used to play for Wales, and he was brilliant there yeah. as well. Learned his trade under a, a, a brilliant manager, Brian Clough, so he's got to be my number one. And then Graham Turner, number two, he also learned his trade under a great manager, obviously Alan Durban. <laughs> 350 matches, 55 matches, and 22 goals from a centre-half. You know, that's brilliant. That that is, is. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, and the you know where we were ended up with him and we had five seasons in the old second division yeah. which is now the championship absolutely brilliant manager and he come back again I know it wasn't so good the second time but it was well, still good got us up though didn't he yeah, yeah, yeah got us thinking, got us season, it was but... it, all in all that spell was good uh, yeah. other than the last season where he relied on loan players too That's much right. I think he, he never he definitely didn't you know and you'll probably no. agree, I think we talked about this before he didn't to, to damage his legacy at this point no, still no. an absolute legend for me yeah and and I've gone for a new player who who sadly left the club. Um, Quite quickly, he was Ryan Woods. He played yeah, 91 games for us. And yeah. He's only scored one goal, but he was I thought he was class. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant player. He's got a long way to go up the game as well, he, hasn't he? He's still yeah. going to go up. He yeah. is. I, I was watching, um, I think Brentford were on telly versus someone either Friday night maybe, and he still looks like one of Brentford's best players yeah. you watch him. He is still absolute class, and I can't see him being in the Championship for too much longer. He, yeah. Like Connor's got his chance for Brighton to go up a level to the Premiership, and yeah. he's played a couple of games, and obviously his heart condition has probably held him back a little bit, but... Woods is too good for the championship already, yeah. I think. So yeah. um, I only yeah. really got over well. us selling Ryan Woods when we bought John Nolan, who was basically a clone of Ryan Woods. Yeah. So <laughs> that kind of that's the only way I got over it. They oh, got dear. the same dad. There, <laughs> we go, there we go. Well, it's funny. I, I can see Ryan Woods playing for Wolves in the Premiership next year. That's yeah, it. maybe. That's, yeah. that's yeah, a move yeah. I can see happening. To be honest with you, because they they rate him a lot. Or Villa. Yeah, yeah, one of the there's, a chance, sides, yeah. there's a chance of happening, but who knows? And I, I did notice Dave Edwards coming back to Shrewsbury to end his career. Yeah, you, you still want that, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and right. you also wanted to include in your top three uh, McGinley as well, didn't you? But you McGinley you didn't play was games. A, a silky player. He was really good to watch. I mean, he's only there again, only there a season, but he was a lovely player to watch. Mm. And he scored some terrific goals. He did. Yeah, it did. His skill on the ball was brilliant. And Technically brilliant, he was. Yeah, and yeah, there you go. It's a bit, bit like Holt, wasn't he? In that yeah. one sort of. Yeah. But, I, but he never played there long enough. Couldn't give him in. No, there you go. <laughs> um, Interestingly, I was going to ask Dad while he's here, you know, you, you talk about the fact, you know, I'm doing this podcast now, Mike's been on a few times, and, and our love of Shrewsbury Town and how passionate we are about it. You know, what what did you think would happen when you first started taking us to the football? Well, I hoped you were <laughs> going to get passionate. I didn't think you would get as passionate, so I'm really pleased, yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it, to yeah. be fair? And, and, and as we've said before, we're sitting around my mum and dad's kitchen table where... You know, on a Sunday, the whole family comes around, and we've got kids now, and we might, yeah. and um, you know, there's, there's always a game on the TV. We're always talking about Shrewsbury Town, so we could almost have put this microphone on at any point during the day, yeah. and recorded some good content for the podcast. And I think it's, and you know, we're not a unique family. We've got a lot of Shrewsbury Town fans whose families are as uh, passionate as we are about this football yeah. club, and, and even if not all the family support Shrewsbury, that, that's what's brilliant about our fan base, yeah. I think, and, and should be celebrated. It's a, it's a nice. It's it's a family club. It yeah. encourages family sort of participation. It does. Um, and you get those multi-generational fan bases, really, that, you know, the, the granddads and the dads come with the son and the son, you know, the, the grandson. Yeah. It's it's a really nice thing to see, really. But um, it, it does make us quite a mild fan base <laughs> as well, I think, doesn't it? You know, we do end up, we're, we're very family focused, but that's not a bad thing. We I did guess. have to tell Dad not to swear, good, though. That's a good, yeah, yeah. good thing to have. I, think, I, I know I've said this on the podcast before. Everyone says, oh, because fans are quiet and they don't, but, you know, like after this Paul Hurst thing and, and we're all, all quite, you know, older generation, but... Doesn't make it doesn't make fans any less passionate and, and dedicated no. to their football club. No. And I think there's people who've been coming to watch us for, you know, 40, 50 years and have probably hardly missed any games. Mm. I bet the percentage of those fans at this club is probably higher than anywhere else. People stick at it for life, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. And it, but it's just, you know, it's not West Ham fans who are passionate lads or Millwall. It's it's a very different fan yeah. base. And I, I, I like it personally. And well, the Nottingham we Forest player, uh, man, <laughs> the Nottingham Forest supporter who sat by me Saturday, he hadn't got, you know, Anything but good words about Shrewsbury, and yeah. he said, "You know, it's fun, it's wonderful to see a little club like this, well run, well managed, 
And with money in the bank, he said, yep. you know, it's just yep. it's just a nice club to come to. And he doesn't get there very often. It's very true. Yeah. Another thing we could have talked about, which we'll probably save till next week, is the financial results where we've made another load of money. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, there's a lot of things to be proud about as a Shootertown fan. And it's this is about as good as it's got in my lifetime since, you know, Dad, Dad started taking Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, we've, we've never been on the brink of the championship before. Nope. While nope. I've been watching. We won Division 3, which is great. We had a bit of time in Division 2. Yep. Um, but we were never really that good in Division 2. So this is the best Shrewsbury team I think mm. I've seen. Uh, yeah, since we've been watching since yeah. what way back in yeah, it's the best Shrewsbury team that's been there while you two been watching. Yeah, I think that's definitely. true, definitely. And it's interesting because we might get to see us do the double this year, or a league and cup yeah, double. Yeah, and you amazing. must have seen that, Dad, because we won the Welsh Cup and the league yeah, once. <laughs> we've seen him win the Welsh Cup a couple of times. There you go. Well, there I see the Shropshire Senior Cup. So come on, yeah. So that, that's, that's it, really. We're going to do one other thing now because it is Mother's Day, right? And my mum's sitting in the other room. Mike, go and get her. Call right. her in. I've no. got a very important question to ask her. So, Mum, yeah, Mother's Day. You had a nice day. I've had a lovely day, thank you. Good, we had a nice meal at the middle of the didn't we, Mike? We did, yeah. It was very nice. So, and Mum listens to this podcast all the time. I would say she's the number one fan of the podcast. Yeah, because he puts her to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is cracking, but yeah, go on, Mum. I usually get through ten minutes before I go to sleep. <laughs> That's fair enough. Dad's already um, and yeah, and and so Mum and Dad sit. They take us to the match. I was saying before, but Mum and Dad have taken us since we were kids, and that's why we've got so passionate. But um, yeah, I've got the ultimate question to ask you in a minute, Mum. But I'm going to come to that in a minute. But what, what do you think of this season? Are you, you loving it? I am loving it. Yes, Good. because it's all very positive. Yeah. And fair dues to Paul Hurst. He's put a good team together. Yep. And they show how together they are and playing as a team. Yep. And they're committed. You can see the fitness levels. Amazing. And that's why they are where they are. Yeah. And let's go for promotion. So do you think it's going to happen, Mum? You think I they're going to go up? Because I always good. think positive. There we go. Well, if it's <laughs> if it's good, if Mum and Dad have said it, Mike, I'm not sure we can really disagree as children, can we? But there we go. So well, um, um, I can very much disagree <laughs> with you. Can't agree. Can't disagree. <laughs> so um, and then yeah, and obviously we talked about this on the podcast the other week about your love of Sean Morley, but also your your ultimate man crush, Wayne Clark. Yes, I'm sorry. So it's if Wayne you had to Clark. pick one. I've got to choose between them. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> it's Wayne. It's there Wayne. we go. Oh, he, was there a, go. he was a good centre forward, to be honest. He was. He, was. he scored. He scored good goals. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm sorry, I do there enjoy we go. watching Sean Wally it's, bringing something to the team. It's on the podcast. It's a matter of fact now, Mum. But yeah. you, you, you always liked. Uh, you were talking before. You liked Wayne Clark, and, and obviously you loved Holty and Mickey Brown as well. So they I were did. your top three, weren't they? They were yes. all good players. Oh, there you go. Yes. So there we go. That is my additional Mother's Day present to you, Mum. It's <laughs> cost me nothing, so that's a bonus. <laughs> you've, been, you've been allowed to come on the podcast. Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rinsed by my mum at the end of the well, my own sure podcast. After listening to you three, I'll be a sleep within two minutes this yeah, you've heard all this before <laughs> you worry so that's brilliant thank you for joining me family and um, no yeah problems, obviously man. Ollie will be back next week and we shall be back to the usual podcast format but hopefully everyone enjoyed this sort of uh, yeah, in-depth in look into what my family's like and, and, and how much we love the town and um, yeah thanks for listening and we'll catch you all next week see ya bye <laughs> bye